And then, just when I was thinking that... Now, there you go again. You're thinking. That's very destructive, my lad. Most destructive indeed. If a person does enough thinking... A certain amount of knowledge is sure to follow. The result, Sonny Bob... Could be a life of misery. But I can't help it. I haven't been trying to think. Things just sort of start popping up in my mind. They occur to me out of... Thoughts just start popping up into your mind. Ideas form without any effort on your part? You find that concepts simply conceptualize? Well, yes. That's grim. It's a disaster. Mayday! It's a complete mayday! Studios in the heart of Hypercube Labs. This is time for the show. TFTS Relay 092120. This is Dr. Fox. It's your weekly time for the show. Hypercube update. Joining me via the Hypercom for the first time in over 3,000 minutes. It's Reverend P. Say hi, peas. Man, I think that these stripes make me look fat on the radio. Well, that's you're always supposed to stick with, uh, you know, horizontal, but you've got them going both ways. So you're you're actually, yeah. you know, you're damaging all the interpolation settings that I had made earlier in the evening. The, to, to the audience at home, you're just a swarm of bees, peas. That's all you are. So everyone at home, just, just beat your knees bees. to the ideas of peas looking like a swarm of bees. That's what we're aiming for tonight, folks. If I, if I speak like a swarm of bees, maybe then make the effect go away. The, the effect of looking like one or feeling like one? You no, look, sounding. Look, oh, I just look like one. I don't. It's not that I sound like one on the radio. It's that I look like one on the if radio. If you feel as bad as you sound right now, I would. I would imagine it's things are not well. Are you okay, Pete? Well, I have, I have. I was injured. And that leads us to our I first word of the night. It's cube news. All the news. Cube that's news. Cube. All right. Uh, so what happened to you, Pete? What'd you do? You, so you, 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 I was you go driving. Jeeping? I was driving. Got a bad case of. Jeep I was foot. driving along, gonna head on over to Lowe's so I could put my cow horns on, on over. the Jeep because the uh, I did that for a fact, isn't it good? So the the clamps that I had with the old cow horns, uh, for whatever reason, they're 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 they won't tighten down enough because these cow horns are much bigger but the cow horn mount thing is a little thinner so i was going to lowe's to get the uh the right attachments to put on the jeep very excited and uh was lowe's we're driving by solution for fixing your steer horns to the to the jeep the cow horns originally yes originally it was so i thought i would return there and buy a smaller diameter device than the one i was using 
But Fantastic. as we drive by the neighbor's house, Carrots, of all people, who has yelled at me for years for taking things out of the garbage and bringing them home for us to use as furniture, she says... Nor children. She says, Dr. Fox, she says, oh, that looks like a nice couch. Wow. And I'm like, really? During, during really? the midst of a global, uh, you know... Plague, international plague. plague, international house that of plague. Like nice Come couch. on down, got a big bucket of syrup so for I, you. I feel this is a big breakthrough in her normal abhorrent of uh, abhorrence to street finds. And I turn around, and lo and behold, it is a pretty damn nice couch. It's leather. It's not ripped. It reclines. It's got like cup holders it's being a little thing to keep in the chips sun, in it's, so you know it's, it's, a, it's a fine you gotta get it for the vultures it's only dude. been out there a few minutes i could still smell the axe body spray on it so i knew it had only been out there for a few minutes so i try to pick this thing up and manhandle it in the back of my ford explorer eddie bauer edition and uh as i'm wrestling to get it over the last little bit of it using Using the physics of leverage and my brain to do it, one little wee Irishman, I didn't calculate that when I twisted it, it was going to put a lot of torque on my end. And so I got slammed to the ground. Under my foot was my whole body, and then the couch came down on me. And my foot, not you know, like your foot normally goes like toes into the ball of your foot, my foot rolled up like toes into each other, like it was a giant foot-long burrito. How many balls? Do and you I think have I think to myself was like, and I go, I think well, including the heel, including so the crushed, heel. You crushed your your foot sack, is what you're saying. You Basically, hem, you yes. Hem, Fox. You've, you're a doctor. You would. You're a doctor. You would know better than you've I. Herniated your foot sack. And I saw Correct. you. I saw I you trying to to drive pity from me as you hobbled over with your crutches. <laughs> and I don't know if you can see this at home, radio viewers, but Pease has a beard because he can't operate a, a, a shaving utensil while standing because he needs both hands to shave. So Pease has, he has become, he is be slowly becoming a bedraggled desert hermit. So when will you eventually abandon the house and move permanently into a cave in the, in the deserts of Utah, milking snakes, as they call it? I don't think that I would do a cave. I would get one of them storage containers, you a know, that yurt? they put on trucks, and I would have... I would have that dropped off somewhere in the desert, and then I would, I would probably invoke the, the mad scientist that is your friend and mine, Doctor Cosmac, Cosmax Commandos. Yeah, that guy. To help me deploy some kind of water capture, windmill, electricity, solar-powered, uh, nuclear, uh, sodium, thoron reactor apparatus that would enable me to live much like a king Leap in the middle of the desert. And we're going to call it the Hypercube Compound Annex. 
in in I like honor that. of you, but you know, if you're not sold on the name, I like I like satellite else, but... annex facility. I think I think one B. Yeah. <laughs> no, two C. <laughs> oh, I've already got the whole zoning and naming convention laid out. Don't worry. All we'll right. fit you in somehow. It's just a matter of time till we seize power. So where's the couch? So, oh, the couch. So I get up, and you know how when you're hurt, yes. but you can like shake it yes, off. Yes, I do. You know do. that you, you can shake it yes, off for like five I minutes. Do. And you know that whatever you've got to get done, you've got to get done in that five minutes of initial psychological or physiological shock. Yeah, sure. So I like start hobbling around a little bit. And I do, using my old man's strength, which can never be underestimated, push the couch into the back of the Suburban, or the, I'm sorry, the Ford Explorer. I drive it to my house, which is about 600 feet away, whip that thing out, go back, hobble along and get this super long ottoman that has these two things that come go out of it. Back for the Throw ottoman. Throw that in the truck. Yep. Go back home, decide, hey, I'm gonna put my foot up for a second. I guess I'm not too badly hurt because I was able to do all that shit. And the minute I stopped and put my foot up and looked at it, I said, oh, I think I better go to the hospital because this hurts like you just can't believe how badly it hurt. Tears were coming out of my eyes. It hurt so bad. And then I had a hole. I had a scene at the hospital. You had a hole in your foot? I had a, I had a scene. No, I had a scene. I made a scene. I got told to. I got you? told to keep quiet. I don't believe that. Yeah. All right. It's true. Well, sink your teeth. It's true. Into that couch, cause you earned it. All right. Let's see. What I got it. It's in, my, it's in my garage. I can't get it in the house, cause I'm hurt. And it goes to show you that nothing's you can sit for on fucking outside. free. Yeah, nothing is free. Nothing is free, including. Yeah. I was. Uh, magnets. Check it out, please. Look at my shiny magnets. Aren't those pretty? We got these. Uh, we got these new Don't Think Hypercube magnets uh, available uh, on the store today at hypercubego.com. Edict one slash shop. That is uh, those first are rule of hypercubism. And uh, don't think decals. We got new hollow decals come coming out. I actually intended these oh for another God. project. Uh, they should be here Wednesday. Hold them up to the radio so the listeners can see. Look at that. You got you see when how, you can hold yeah, it to the radio? At, when, you, when you hold it this way, check that out. Wow. That is amazing. That is, wow. I can't believe I've that. I've never seen a sticker do that. It's, is that some kind of breakthrough in sticker technology? Some people are just calling it magic. And, uh, you know, what? I well, think we're just okay. going to try and trademark that. I think Hypercube is actually being... Uh, right. We're the first scientific industry... Uh, I believe in the world to start capitalizing on magic, and we have uh, definitely found a root ability with that. Sounds uh, chaotic. As we're as we're uh, tapping into the hollow matrix itself, because it's not mad. Magic is just technology you don't understand, and uh, that comes with our next bit of cube news: pylon registration. Uh, so if you have erected a pylon. You need to contact me so here. I can get you your, your node number. We have to get you your node number, so you need to get that. And uh, shirt pre-orders will be next week. If you want a glow-in-the-dark hypercube t-shirt, uh, 
we're gonna start that pre-order on the 27th. Is that when I said I was gonna do it? Next Sunday. So yes, 9:27. We'll take pre-orders for. Do those come with the, the sleeves dark. already? Or does it come with the sleeves already Florida manned out? Yeah, we uh, we actually toss everything that we sell into a pen of wildlife here, and they do the natural distressing. That's how we're able to achieve oh. such authentic so it's, it's styles. Organic. It's uh, it's it's organic. It's inhumanely organic. Yes, inhumanely organic, and that's definitely what we've got. And the show dump. If you didn't hear it I'm over sure the past week. I'm not thinking about week, that. Uh, like some of the best episodes of time for the show we ever did have uh, are finally ever. edited and up. And you'll get a another Probably episode will ever do. of time for the show on every odd numbered day for the rest of this month. So uh, make sure you subscribe at timefortheshow.com. Ooh, that, sounds like, that sounds like a challenge. They're up. So, yeah, sh prove me that I'm wrong. Like a challenge timefortheshow.com subscribe now uh, and then uh, I was doing the even numbered ones but then it it lined up with last week and it was like well do I put a show out on the day that I'm doing it I just I so fuck it every odd numbered day from this on uh, well can't say can't say that for on two. radio oh and I'm on Fiverr okay. so I'm prostituting myself on Fiverr so if you want a shout out from Dr. Fox, you can pay me money on Fiverr. And that's humans, my favorite part of the show. Now it's time. What's, what's Fiverr? What's Fiverr? For my favorite part of the show, it's Pizzo Box. Show me what you got. This is where we read P's actual mail from you, the viewer at home. And boy golly gee whiz, are you in for a treat tonight because we have got a handful of some great topics that only Pease himself is ever considered to be somewhat of a rational expectation for a reasonable outcome. You're welcome. All right, uh, let's see what we got here. Show me what you got. Dear Pease, should I continue secret That's sex? Me. We are all in our 80s. Abby and I got our of bad marriages and our companions, but she has physical problems, cannot have sex, and move to her own place. We still see each other for dinner or a chat. Our best friend Beth lost her husband and is lonely. I comforted her and suddenly we discovered the best sex ever together. I never dreamed it could be this good, and we meet regularly. I am good to both women, and my kindness has grown towards all from these relationships. I think Abby would be very hurt to find out. Shall I continue to take the risk? And that's uh, from Felonius R. Gramptelflavin of Piss Creek Home for the Elderly and Adult Diaper Fetishists. Peace. what do you have for Felonius? Our Gramptelflavin. You know... Here's, here's what I do know. I don't know a lot, but I do know this. Men of his age that are still sexually functionable in that kind of environment Function, are usually uh, known to ability. do pretty... Yeah, they, they usually do pretty well in those kind of nursing home environments. 
and uh, and I think it's probably the natural order of things. I think that if she has like physical problems that keep her from having sex, you should be able to like go have the sex somewhere where she can't physically get to, and you can, and then you don't really have to discuss it. You say you have conversations. Well, eventually, so if, conversations if she's old enough, most you, just, people, you just tell her. And she's like, oh, no, my heart is broken. And then the next morning, she's like, I like eggs. And so, yeah, you've told her, and it's fine now, because she doesn't remember. I just don't think it matters, dude. I think you should bang all them old ladies if you can get away with old it. Old ladies need love, too. Did you hear about the old lady that wanted to please her man when, when he came home? She took off all of her clothes and stood on her hands. And he kicked the door open as he came in, and he goes, Oh, my God, Harriet, comb your hair and put your teeth in. <laughs> Dear Peas, have Americans been brainwashed? You believe in this pathetic lie of hard work equals success. That was an anomaly in the 1950s and 60s and isn't applicable in today's world. I believe we are moving towards a world without money. You can already see this emerging paradigm in the rapidly developing fields of 3D printing and nanotechnology. Prototypes for Star Trek replicators have already been invented. 100 years from now, I hope people look back and view the 40-hour work-slash-week as a slave-labor. Your thoughts? That's from Two Numbers and a Symbol at Phone Booth 435, Ohio. I think this guy's on my EverQuest BBC board. Uh, <laughs> so, tell me, tell me more about the EverQuest BBC board. <laughs> That's where you learn the, you know, the different hacks Big and stuff, how to pwn the different. Uh, yeah, that's how you, you get by it. <coughs> <coughs> so, the reason. The reason people made um, a living wage and all that stuff in the 50s is for a lot of weird reasons that you wouldn't think are American. Uh, if you made more than a certain amount of money, you got taxed at like 90%, and the government took the rest of that money. So it's kind of a big equalizer. Your boss, who might be the president of the company, might just live a mile or two away from you in a, a little bit better in a house, but not a mansion. And uh, you made a fair enough wage due to many instances to the strong backbone of the unions that you belong to. And those, of course, having strong unions and strong negotiations and things like that trickles into other jobs. So um, the biggest fallacy that we have in this country is that uh, <clears throat> I forget what the question was. I know the biggest fallacy we have in this country Ooh, Show yeah. me what you I know got. Too. It's a Washington Monument. I just had an old man moment there. Whatever, dude. Don't bother me with your shit about Bitcoin and 3D printing. They promised me flying cars, and you still don't see those fuckers. Think we'll see where we're at I was thinking years. about that today, though. What do you have to do when you have to pee in the flying car? Can you imagine that? You've already been on in a car with somebody of the opposite sex, I take it. And you know, you know, as soon as you got clearance and got off the runway 
and you were moving up into drone traffic system five, you would get through the first intersection loop. And from the back seat, you would hear, if you see a nice, clean, floating portalette, would you please pull over? Said, you're going to have to do doing, that shit. Are you, you doing open, a Lenny Bruce bit? You open the glass dome to your flying car and you have to hold their hand as they curtsy in to the hovering porta john which by the way every time you pull the lever it just drops it onto the street below because it's already crawling with robots taking back all the amazon purchases you don't want it is hot in here is the air conditioner not working i feel nothing i feel like i'm i'm i feel like i'm in like another world tonight i don't know show me like what you got lady lady bruce never heard of it. Dear Peace, was Jesus black <laughs> or white? Listen, Fuck. I've never been so confused in my entire 24 years of living on this earth. Can someone who's fully educated, somebody who's seen Jesus face to face, please tell me a brief description of how this man actually looked like? People keep on saying that Africans are the first ever humans and that God and Jesus are black. People say that 6,000 years was only when white people were created when they evolved from monkeys. And they say black people existed before the white people before 6,000 years ago, which I don't understand because weren't we all created by God at once? As one, I always hear people saying that Jesus was black slash dark skin slash African and that the government brainwashed the world to think he's white. And I really don't think he's black or white, but olive skin. Like a lot of people are saying, and Middle Eastern or Jewish, but that's the thing, man, I am deadly confused. No offense to black people, I love every race equally, but why are black people always claiming they are God's chosen people and saying that Jesus was from Africa, same with Mary and all of them, and even claiming the Bible was black history? Then they say that Jesus and them were all from Bethlehem slash Nazareth which is where most Arabs and Jews lived. And then they say, oh, back in Jesus' time, in those places it was all black people and only black people. Like, what? I am deadly confused. And that's from Cletus P. Jefferson Davis of Waterfalls, Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> Fucking nice. Kentucky Waterfalls. Uh, so let's work backwards on this one. First of all, uh, why do black people think that they're the chosen people of God? Uh, if you're going to get uh, have you, cultural, have, have you seen them? And, and not and not racist about it, there's a reason that that correlation is made, and that's because for uh, decades, uh, slave masters uh, taught their slaves a bastardized version of the Bible that made the slaves that uh, who who treated their bondage with dignity in the Bible uh, via Exodus and all that stuff as, as a very noble thing as a way to control them. So um, that came out uh, and is still kind of ingrained in that culture to this day. Now the reality is, is and that, that's, that's that one answer, but the reality is still based on even a bigger lie than what the slave owners did. And that's the lie that Jesus Christ and any God that you can talk of, even Yahweh and all that stuff, was a human being and what did they look like as a human being? Because it's well known and established that those were all aliens, okay? 
and they're aliens with a higher technology that enabled them to seem like they were turning water into wine. Like you said, replicators. Jesus maybe just is a guy who's got a replicator and you know needed some wine as the bulk of material or some water and he just replicated it's no miracle involved and his dad is just like the captain we're so primitive as people then we don't understand what do you mean he's the supreme commander of the uss gotta get you uh we're just like oh he's the great sky father to this dude that he's got on the ground making wine and before that it's just like war gods like the grecian gods and the norse gods that's just aliens coming here to fight people and fuck our women and there you go and that's the disparity between the monkeys from hundreds of millions of years ago and mankind for the last six thousand years is because all of us black white yellow red magenta cyan uh aquamarine all those different colors we're all the offspring of alien space gods and because of that it doesn't matter what the alien space gods looked like because they didn't look like us i really can't describe it his skin was probably metallic -y and it shimmered with a golden light that surrounded his head because that's why we have halos that's why we have crowns kings don't wear crowns because they look cool which they do the crown was actually to emulate the halo that you would see around all middle evil paintings because it was their manifestation of god's power on this earth and god just substitute god for their alien overlord that they were con they were being controlled by this is so i hope that this answer has cleared up a lot of your questions about race relations uh religion the skin tone of jesus and you being confused because now that you know the answers to and including the thing about the fossilized uh, evolution from monkeys and the evolving of mankind 6,000 years ago. It all ties together if you just sprinkle a little bit of alien gods into it. And then it all works out. You don't have to think about it. And not thinking is the number one thing you can do if you're going to be in hypercubism. Don't I like think. What you got. Good job. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, peace. Uh, we're heading up towards our first song break, and uh, so I think uh, it's. Uh, I, was, I was hoping that that would be the, the sexy the background one. music. Are we not getting the sexy background music tonight? What about the other one? Let's try the other one. It's all broken. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. All right. So let's see what we got here. Uh, we got a first first band uh did aster six did you have a band name for me for tonight no all right uh first uh tonight's band is it peas is out of tony it's a o-u-t-o-f-t-o-n-y out of tony and we'll find out what you think when we come back from this ding dang sits diggity song break featuring our favorite uh the kinks with 23rd century man you're listening to time for the show on free think radio
show broadcasting live on freethinkradio.com. This show is brought to you by the one and the only, the people that when you wake up in the morning, you know you find your body resonating with a putrid stint of dried bodily fluids and greasy naturally occurring oils that leave sopping puddles of filth on your pillow and mattress. You know you've got it. You've got a bad case of stank ass. And the only way that you can cure it is with the power of Triology Soaps, an amazing new product. Uh, so visit TriologySoaps.com today and find out. Before we went to the break, we asked Pease what he thought about the band name Out of Tony. What do you think, Pease? I think that that's a, I think that's like a, a Red Hatter Society band acapella, and I think they do like 50 Styles Lady Doo-Wop, and they're from Brooklyn, so they're all out of Tonys. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's that's what I think. So I'm going to say it's a band. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being told things. I have to take off my earpiece. Huh. Production. This is these things. Well, it turns out, Pease, that Out of Tony is not a band. I'm so sorry. Uh, but uh, it sounds, if it was, I'd see it. I guarantee you that. It's time for my favorite part of the right. show. Show me what you Wearing got. them shirts with an initial and a poodle skirt and stuff. That's the shout out. We miss Tony. What do we got here? Okay, so we've got a... Uh, Looks like one that came in just under the belt from last week. And, uh, did we, did we get these? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what came out of last week's show. Because I know I heard at least half of it. Uh, and I mean that I in a lot of, of ways. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe we should do that tonight. Maybe we should just critique last week's show. Uh, from Scalpod. As if I'm going to lie and say I'm not a robot just to get you to read this on the radio. Nice try. And that's from Scalpod. Uh, there's this kid, and she lives on her own without any parents, and she's eight. And she took the number off her house so the cops can't find her and take her to jail. And in the garage, there's a skeleton of a coyote. And it's Smart. one of those real valuable ones. You ever eaten a snowball? And that's from the short bus. And then we have Pad Kid Poured Curd Pulled Cod. 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 Pad kid poured curled curd pulled cod. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. And that's from caller twenty three. So I think those are last week's. I could never shout do outs. that. I could challenging. I didn't Good do for it. You caller twenty three. Couldn't even do it. Yeah, he had the nads. Uh, if you're a patreon uh head on over to timefortheshow.com slash shoutouts. You get a free shout-out. You wish. Every you wish you week. were Yeah. It's time for my favorite part show of the show. Show me what you got. It's Truthache. It's uh, where Pease is going to attempt to fool me. Three seconds late. He's going to attempt to fool me. Uh, by telling two stories, one of them 
which will be kind of true and heavily embellished, and the other one, which is mostly a lie with bits of truth sprinkled in. Uh, and then I will have to determine which one is which. So you don't know me. You don't. You don't know me. This is episode one hundred thirty-one, please. Pretty much how it works, though. What I know. Say? I know you. <laughs> it's a special occasion tonight. We didn't do last week's, so it's like our hundred and thirtieth episode special do-over extravaganza. So here we go. My favorite part of the show is bees. Okay, so uh, people know that I used to be like the psychiatric. Uh, back in the day when Par- when Carrots and I were first dating. And this story is from when we were first dating. Um, we were hanging out with some friends of ours in a park in Lowell. And uh, I forget how it came about and how we got hooked up with it, but we wound up leaving there and then going to a friend's house. And there's, yeah, I think that's it. And there's this girl there and she's just like, freaked out not hysterical but like that kind of sobbing shaking back and forth staring at the corner kind of thing and so uh my friend sean who's you know because this is supposed to be like a party we're going we're gonna i think we're trying to get acid or mescaline or something and uh he knows this girl and he's like what's the matter and it turns out that uh she just 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 been raped by somebody that Sean knew in the park that we were just at. And so he's all hot to like jump in a car and like uh, go kill this guy if they can find him because it's Lowell, Massachusetts. They're going to take justice in their own hands because they're all fucking kids from New England. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, dude, we got to take this girl to the hospital. You know, she's fucked up. And, uh, you know, go, you know, fuck your vendetta. Help me take this girl to the hospital. So Pam's with me. The girl's super freaked out. And we get her into the car. But, like, she's super scared of me. She's super sh- scared of Sean. She's known Sean for, like, 20 years. So she's obviously fucked up from this whole experience. And we get to the hospital. And this is a hospital that both Pam and I worked at. Okay? So we think, okay, we're going to get this girl into a, a place where even though this is the 80s still on tv you would see like here's the right way you treat a treat a rape victim you put him in the room you have lady people deal with them you have a lady cop interview them you know you you try to keep them as low stimulus whatsoever so we're trying to help like the er staff get to that conclusion that that's what they got to do and, and they decide, no, we're going to let this, like, little five-foot, four-inch Italian Lowell cop, which if you're from New England or been to Massachusetts, just think think Boston cop with a chip on his attitude, and this is the guy they pick on at the station. What if you haven't been So there? he's going to get this girl's... I'm having a hard time picturing... Worst the cop. cop ever, okay? Okay. Chip, really? I thought it was quite descriptive, but... So he starts getting super aggressive with her questions. What's the guy look like? That, that, that. And she starts like 
and I'm a psych tech. I work at this hospital, and I'm like, you know, sir, like, can I talk to you for a minute? I go, don't you have like a woman cop that you can call in? Well, we need to find out about this right away. I said, go talk to that guy, my friend Sean. He knows who did it. I said, it's all, all that's been discussed. You can find out from all these people that came with this girl to get her to this hospital and get her someplace safe. They will all tell you what fucking happened. Half of them were fucking there, apparently. So, so go ask them and get a girl cop to come in here and talk to this girl, because you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna make it worse to where she's not gonna talk to anybody for two or three days. But then it gets, who the fuck are you? You know, da 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 da. And I'm like, well, I work here. Well, I asked them in there, and they got no idea who you are. And I said, well, I don't know what to tell you about that, dude. I work here. Here's my ID. I work in the shed building. You know, I've never interacted with this ER staff. All I did was bring this poor girl in here. And I can tell you right now, you, you're fucking traumatizing her again. You'd think this would go over well in the sensitive you era that think. the 80s was. Just think. But you would think, but, but it we, doesn't. But we don't do that uh, here. They do, eventually, <laughs> they, they, do eventually, they do eventually get a woman cop. They do eventually get a statement for the girl. And they catch the kid. They catch the kid, and they he and uh, and you know he does the whole you know typical uh, date rapist thing. Ah, oh, she's asking for it. It was consensual, uh, but they had like all these witnesses, and and they wanted me to be a witness real bad because then it turned out you know in the light of the next day when the DA and and the detectives get involved and the little beat cops not there anymore. The, they start slopping at the bit because wow, we got a mental health professional that was on the scene from the moment this girl, you know, got put into the hospital uh, and, and all this shit. So I became like a very valuable witness for the prosecution. And for like a year, it goes on that we're going to go to this trial and things get delayed. And, and in the end, the guy pleads to some kind of sexual misconduct thing. And, and walks, but it's this terrible, terrible experience, and and uh, and it just goes to show you how how a, just a, being traumatized, having something terrible happen to you, and right when you think that you're rescued, it, you know, because of where your mind space is at and all that stuff, you're traumatized again by the very people that were trying that you think are trying to help you, just like I was at the hospital with my foot just the other day yesterday which was just as so bad that's as my being one raped I didn't say that I said the tra the re-traumatization okay, just making sure okay I, I wasn't really making I was on your there side was a difference. I was advocating for you There's that you understand what real pain you, is it, it doesn't matter what you your trauma is if you re-traumatized after the trauma that's bad that's bad medicine it was a it's leather couch it was probably it's like a bad social couch. services i don't know it did smell that like couch didn't give you box. anything you didn't ask for all right well that was a wonderful and uplifting story let's hear the other one that hopefully isn't a lie you know, it's the hard thing. Not everything in a person's life can be funny, and it's hard to come up with these stories all the time. This is another Just every uh, week tale of. So is this the hint that we have to start to cycling nice. this segment with something else? All right, we'll talk about that after it. No, no. 
Well, for fun. We might need to. So <laughs> to avoid all these terrible I'm, fucking stories. Well, that, not that not that you telling that them is bad. Good. It's just uh yeah, okay. So the first story where peas so, uh, yeah, uh, the content. Oh, are you not done with the first story? Peas No, I'm done with it. It's peas Peas helps a victim. White knight peas. helps the victim. He's white from all the cum. Okay. Uh, all right. Second story. You want a sting? You want one So more? No, this is, uh, I'm, uh, moved back to California from New England, and I am in my little, uh, caravan over in, uh, Ensenada, and I'm coming back to Ensenada, which is in Mexico, and I stop at this little bar in Rosarito, which is about halfway back to San Diego, and I have a beer, I'm going to get a couple of street tacos, super delicious street tacos in Rosarito. It's interesting because they filmed Titanic there and they've got this big giant replica of like half a ship sticking out of the water. It's still there to this day. But I meet all these guys and they are, uh, you know, they're, oh, we're from Egypt, Lebanon, all that stuff. Now this is all before we had issues with those guys, right? This is, this is like an exotic adventure meeting these guys from the Middle East and we're drinking and they're like we're not supposed to drink but you know we're on vacation so it's okay and we start talking and they're like yeah we we're going to San Diego and uh, gonna do this thing but we're not gonna make it because the cab driver uh, decided he didn't want to drive that far and so I'm like oh dude I'm going to San Diego you guys can ride with me what were you gonna pay the cab driver and he goes, well, we were going to give him 50 bucks. I'm like, I said, fill up the gas, the tank with gas before we leave, which was like 15 bucks, and give me 25 and I'll do it for you. So it's only like a $10 break, right? But they're like, yeah, it sounds good. So they, they all jump in. We head towards the border. And, uh, you know, we had this, you guys have passports and everything. Yeah, yeah, we just need the rides. We get to the border, and uh, as we start to cross the border, normally they just look at you and they wave you through because there's thousands of cars, like you're going into a sports arena. And uh, the guy looks at me and he sees all these Middle Eastern guys in the tr in the in the caravan, and he's like, "Secondary inspection," which sucks, okay? Because now I'm freaking out because I'm like, I knew when I was going to Mexico to make sure I had no roaches or anything in the car, but going to secondary inspection traditionally in the past has been a bad experience. They, yeah, can, they don't they want you to take any drugs into Mexico. Sure. Right. So <laughs> if they suspect or think that you've done that, they will they will tear the whole inside of your car apart. Even if they know you don't have it this time, but they know you do that, they'll do that just to fuck with you. So they pull me over to secondary inspection and they immediately separate us. And it turns out that out of these five guys, Four of them don't have a passport, and, and they don't even speak that good of an English. I never really realized I was really only talking to the one guy, and he kept answering everybody else's questions when, I would, when I'd say, hey, dude, where are you from, Lebanon? He goes, oh, yeah, he's, he's from uh, Beirut, and his uncle does this and that. And I, I didn't catch it till after the thought. You know, in retrospect, you look back at it, you go, not one of those fuckers said one word besides their name. Every question I asked him, this fucking one guy answered. 
So they separate us. The fucking custom guy's all over me, and he's talking about human trafficking. I guess one of the guys is like 17 years old. Uh, they're not given their real fucking names. Uh, I'm cuffed to a fucking table. They think they're going to break me. This is all some planned thing. I'm a big coyote. They've been watching me for months. I'm like, watching me do what? Do you go to Ensenada and get shrimp cocktail? And uh, so in the end, I get arrested and I get charged with human trafficking. But in the course of the whole investigation, like the next day, I get let go for some reason. They like, I got signed some papers, papers I'm gonna agree that I'm gonna appear in court and they let me go on the American side with my car and they didn't break it all apart. But I found out that one guy that was answering everybody's questions had diplomatic immunity. And he just didn't want anybody to know that he was going into the United States so that was the whole get some stupid white guy to do it. And because they had to drop the charges against him and then because of his diplomatic immunity, there really a crime hadn't been committed. They had to drop him against me. So I have an arrest for human trafficking, but no conviction. And that causes me troubles from time to time. Occasionally. Just brushes. Uh, up. Did, you have to do a federal. You have to do a federal lookup on it, but it's it's a it's a it can cause explanations to be needed to be made. Jeez. So that's that's my stories, man. All right. So in the first one, uh, you you helped you helped a rape victim, and in the second story, you almost became a convict for human trafficking. I don't know, it's a hard sure. one. I'll tell you what, while I think of this one, uh, I'll you you throw I'll throw this one at you uh, as I as I also brush over here and, and play some more of these just sassy little uh oh where's the other one? Let's do the other one. Yeah, that one. That lead in music from uh, Reverend Negative uh, so one more band name for you, Peas. Uh, round two, DJ, okay. DJ Crimpleg. That's a DJ, as in like an MC. <laughs> Crimpleg. He's got different size shoes. He's got yeah. different size shoes. He's got it down. So we'll find out if one DJ Crimpleg is one of them back. Frankenstein braces. And we'll play. Uh, and we'll. Find out what's going on with Truthache when we come back from this break with 20th Century Man by the Kinks. You're listening to Time for the Show. I like what you got. Good job. Chandris is awesome. And we're back, broadcasting live on freethinkradio.com. This is Time for the Show. I'm Dr. Fox. When we left... We had a band name. It was DJ Crimpleg. Peas, what do you say, DJ Crimpleg? It's Crimpleg, right? Because I'm seeing in the chat they're typing Shrimpleg, but it's Crimpleg. Crimp, Correct? Crimpleg. I'm correcting that it is Crimp. Like crimp. DJ Crimpleg. Yeah. Dude, I think that every inner city... Uh, Crew has got a DJ Crimpleg. 
Do you think? In their crew. You like, think there's would. a you Jersey, would. Jersey crimp leg? Yeah. I think that's a pretty standard moniker. I'm going to say it is a band name. All right. Well, it turns out that DJ crimp leg is not a band. I'm so sorry, Pease. You didn't make that's it that one. Zero that's for zero. Neither, neither, neither group was a band tonight. Okay. So, uh... Before the break, we were playing Truthache, and so I had I had to decide, whilst urinating, which yeah. story was true. And it uh, out. I really, I, I really, I really thought about it. I really thought about it. I did. I did. I did. And I'm gonna go with. Are you a thoughtful person. You always think about it. That's to be fair. Well, to be fair. The thing is, you're always thinking. That, about is that you could be you could be playing me. And that the second one is true because you wouldn't you you would push off the idea that Pease would never lie about something as serious about uh you know naming uh, a convicted rapist on the radio yeah, you or anything taken, like that. But but you know that that's what you that's would want that's, that's what agenda. you would want that's me to a, think. So it's all about trying yeah. not to think. If see that's the key to don't think. I'm gonna say the uh the second one is false. That's what I'm going to go with tonight, kids. I uh, hope you already got your votes in. What do you say, Peas? Well, sadly, sadly, uh, the first story is the true story. Uh, and, and, uh, I, I it's okay, the music made it better. Everything's okay now. When I paired the stories, I was concerned about the somber tone and nature of the first story, but I couldn't think of another truth that would be, you know, just as, like, human trafficking. That's bad, too, I thought. And I just didn't think that, I didn't think human trafficking would be accepted as much as it was by the audience, and they saw through my line. This time they did. That gosh this darn time they did. That gosh darn audience. Well, uh, we got a couple minutes left uh, on the clock, peas. Uh, do you want do you want to try and do some proving grounds or do you want to apologize? Uh, well let's just let's see we got we got some stuff going on here that maybe we could we could we could work. I don't know, we'll see. Alright, well let's see what we got. Show me what you got. Alright, well, let's we're going to the uh, we'll go straight to technology segment this week. Uh, all right. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> this is uh, here we go. Blizzard announces BlizzCon line an online only BlizzCon for 2021. Uh, each ticket will include a can of air that you can huff at your leisure at home that smells of rancid Mountain Dew and Cheeto dust. Immersive experience. Uh, Peace. All on the all on the eve of the release of World of War class uh, Warcraft eighty seven. Very good, nice. Ellen DeGeneres returns to show with apology for toxic workplace. Dick from ass surgery was successful. The what? The 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 removing the stick from ass surgery was successful. 
Sylvester Stallone's mother, Jackie Stallone, dead at 98. When asked about it, Stallone was heard saying, Alright. I guess <laughs> I guess somebody took that stick out of her ass. <laughs> I'm fired tonight. We had it tonight. And uh of course let's just click the uh, let's let's click business news and see what we got. Elon Musk warns that <laughs> warns Elon Musk warns that Tesla's battery day tech is two years away. Fuck his battery day tech. I have no idea. He's warning about it, so I guess we should. He's in an uproar about it. Here we go. It. I got one good for you. We, we thought it was Skynet, but it's battery day. All right, bees. How Mormon raised Nicola founder Trevor Milton went from college dropout to billionaire. Finally got a piece of pussy. Or or being a Mormon, maybe just a maybe just a cup of flipping no, coffee. Mormons, no, because you don't get it, dude. Mormons get anal all the time, but the pussy is so sacred. Because oh. if you, no, that's exactly right. That's exactly what they think. It doesn't count because it's not prohibited in the Bible, or that Book of Mormon thing. So they're good to go. God doesn't know. That'll show them. All right, bees. Apologize for the show while I pull up this list of people's names. Well, I might have offended a lot of people's religious beliefs tonight, and for that, I'm personally sorry. As you all know, I feel part of being a good American is accepting of other people's stupid beliefs and magical beings and allowing them to continue to go on believing that stuff without calling them idiots or assholes for doing so. And as such, I might have crossed some lines tonight in not really acknowledging the fact that it's my belief system that space aliens came and mated with our women, our monkey women, I might add. Space aliens, so bored from being in space, they came to this planet, found the dirtiest, shittiest monkeys they could find, bred with them to make us the magnificent homo sapiens that you see before you today. In a wide variety of hues and organizational shapes, we are here to please our alien overlords in whatever endeavors they might impose to do upon us in the future. In that manner, I will apologize for them because all of this shit is just a way to cull the weak and till the strong so that we can become the fighting force known as Earth's monkeys in the space division of Army 1614B Universe 47T the Glucomox. I'm a workhorse. And that's what... Yeah, so that's it, folks. That's our show. We had a good time with you. We hope you had a good time with us. And remember, you're special. You're special. And riding that short bus gets you to school much faster and in a much safer manner than all of those animals in that long bus. Embrace the short bus. And embrace Free Think Radio. This is the peas, and that's that's when you say your name. Oh, oh, and that's and that's that. And uh, special thanks to everybody on that Patreon list: Reverend 80, Reverend Fanboy, 
Brother Other, Caller 23, Apostasy X Nord, Hazel of the Windmills, Dr. Cosmac, Reverend Codeine, Agent Lloyd, Long Dead, Martha Artha, Michael Marcus, Reverend Negative, Reverend Guimo, Calcelot, Scalpod, Trenchy, and Reverend Loch Ness. Special thanks to Katana007 and Guru Drew. This has been Time for the Show, a production of Hypercube Labs. Find out more and subscribe at timeforthashow.com. Broadcast every Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern on Freethink Radio. Thank you to Dr. Ellison Martha Arza for hosting FreethinkRadio.com. And make sure to listen to all the other shows, new shows every night of the week. Stay tuned for Dr. Fox's Chomping Block. We'll be back. <laughs>